Hello and welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending February 10th, 2023. I'm your host, Laura Bardowick, and joining us today is Chief Investment Strategist of North America, Paul Eidelman. Paul, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, happy to be here. How are you, Laura? Doing well. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. So, Paul, I was thinking today we could talk about two topics. First, economic data releases for the week. And second, we're halfway through earnings seasons, just an update on what's going on there. So if that works for you, maybe take us from the top with economic data releases. Yeah, so the macro data over the last week or two has been all over the place. Some indicators have been very strong, some very weak. So it's kind of up to interpretation on how you read things. To bring it to life a little bit, one of our favorite leading indicators of the business cycle is the new orders component of the ISM, Institute for Supply Management Business Survey. That came out at 42 last week, which is very low by historical standards. And you actually have to go all the way back to the early 1950s to see a number that low outside of an economic recession, so pretty bad. Similarly, this week, the... um, Federal Reserve's loan officer survey showed a lot of tightening in lending standards, a pretty big step down in loan demand, so another sort of red flag there around the business cycle. But some really strong data points too. Last Friday, we had one of the strongest jobs reports in years with a very, very low unemployment rate. So um, I think probably the cleanest read is two things. Number one, there's a lot of macroeconomic uncertainty right now. And then number two, You can probably conclude that the labor market is still too strong right now, and that has been a focus for the Federal Reserve. They want to cool it down to make sure that they win the inflation fight. And so it's created a lot of volatility in uh, financial markets, particularly fixed income markets. And with the labor market remaining strong, we've seen interest rates move up a little bit with investors pricing um, the possibility that rate hikes might continue not only into March, but maybe May or, or a little bit beyond. All right, so lots to wrap our heads around. We'll see what happens. Um, In the meantime, we're halfway through earnings season, so maybe some key takeaways there. Yeah, so I think we're about two-thirds of the way through with the Q4 reporting season. It's been pretty disappointing, frankly. Uh, The consensus coming into this was looking for the S&P 500 earnings to contract by 4 or 5%, and it still looks like we're on track for earnings to contract by 4 or 5%. And that might sound kind of boring and in line, but... It's actually in contrast with what you tend to see is companies set a low bar and they beat it and deliver positive surprises and we're not getting that. So that's actually a pretty pretty bad result. And further to that, the forward earnings estimates looking out uh, over 2023 as a whole are getting downgraded pretty aggressively. So it does look like corporate fundamentals are weakening a little bit at the margin. Uh, Companies are seeing pricing pressures come down, but their costs being sticky, so that's um, challenging profit margins. And I think our sense is the earnings outlook is probably still skewing a little bit more to the negative side of the ledger here right now, given the economic pressures towards slowing. Well, on that unfortunate note, (laughs) um, I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you all for joining us as well. We hope to see you next time and hope you have a great week in the